to Ready, Set, Go! Real Estate Investing Podcast, presented by Brandon Elliott. This show will be going over all aspects of real estate investing and is intended to educate, motivate, and prepare you to take action on your first or next real estate investment. For more information, please visit BrandonElliottInvestments.com. Thank you for listening and enjoy. Welcome back, everyone, to Ready, Set, Go! Real Estate Investing Podcast. I'm your host, Brandon Elliott. Today, we have some special guests coming out from Florida, and we're going to be diving into wholesaling today, the things that you shouldn't be doing, the things that you should be doing, and how to find these deals, the whole systems behind it. These guys are rock stars. It's a partner, dynamic duo. They've done over 200 deals within the last two years and really just building the momentum crazily. So, very excited for these guys. They have 11 people on their team currently, constantly growing, and they're actually going to be teaching everything that they're doing. They're going to be holding an event next month at the end of August. I believe it's the 22nd, 23rd, and 24th. Yep. Yeah, so you guys are definitely going to want to be there. Make sure you guys get your tickets, your investment on this sooner than later. It's going to be awesome. Super excited to be there as well. And uh, yeah. Dom, G, what's up, guys? How are you? What's up, man? What's up, my man? Dude, super excited to have you guys on. Really do appreciate you guys taking the time out to dive into all the listeners and help them out. So for anybody that's crazy that doesn't know exactly who you guys are, do you mind diving into you know who the heck you guys are and what you guys have accomplished? Yeah, of course, awesome. man. Awesome, yeah. So uh, I'm Gonzalo Corzo. This is my business partner, Dominic Felix. We're here in Jacksonville, Florida. We partnered up and started a real estate wholesale business two, uh, a little bit over two years ago in, in June of 2017. So that's when we kind of partnered up together. Uh, we had known each other for about six, five or six months prior to us partnering up and starting a business. And so all we're doing right now is wholesaling. Yep. Kind of like, like Brandon said, we're, we're very, very focused on one individual aspect of real estate investing, which is wholesaling. Everything that we do, we you know, like like uh, Brandon mentioned, we have a team of eleven now. Um, obviously, we didn't start off like that, so it's just been a grind, building and scaling. So we have a team of eleven. All we're focused on is wholesaling, and what our you know, I, I think what makes us great partners is that we have a common a common goal, a common vision of what we want our business to look like, and every every single thing that we do, it's all about systems. It's all about breaking down the wholesale process into individual steps and then putting the right person in place to do that one step for the deal. So that's kind of how we've outlined our business in the past couple of years. And every single time something new comes up, we try to quickly create a system for it, a checklist for it, and hand it off to another individual and basically just outsource the whole process to our team. Now, with that being said, we are still heavily involved. We're still building. We're still figuring out what not to do. Yeah. Um, what you know? What are the better things to do? And just still putting out fires with within the the team. You know, because when you're dealing with wholesale properties, something always comes up. There's always a fire to put out, and that's kind of what we're here for: guiding the team and, and guiding everybody, doing what's best for the company. Yeah, I think G hit the nail on the head when he said we have common interests and we're very much aligned. Even though I'm 40 years old, I just hit 40 years old this past January. G's only 23, so a lot of people are just very curious about how these two people got together. Yeah. And really, the decision was made to partner about four or five months after we met. Partnership started about five or six months after we met. Uh, It was just one of those things where you knew that the alignment was there and we just were big action takers. We're the type of people that we take action and we figure the rest out as we go along. And we're strong believers of consistent persistence, if that makes sense. Sure. Just not giving up until you succeed, basically. Yeah, fall forward. So I, I love it. I mean, I, I do want to talk about like how the hell you guys found each other and how you guys partnered up. But Dom, you've had a, a multi-million dollar foreclosure business in the in the past that are, are you still a part of or, you know, what, what does your business look like on that end now? Because I know it sounds like you guys are still pretty full-time growing this business, the wholesaling. Yeah, yeah. So I'm glad you brought that up because when I started that business, I started it in May of 2007. I operated okay. in that business for about 12 years and I grew it to a multi-million dollar company. 
Love and it. the reason I was able to capitalize off of that, Brandon, was because if you think about the time that I started in 2007, I was only 26 years old. I didn't have that kind of all-encompassing economic market shift kind of view. I just kind of fell into it and I just hit it hard and I realized I had something special and I kept building and building. And what I wasn't prepared for in that business was for the economy to improve. So when the economy improves, there's not as many foreclosures. The inventory starts to get lower and lower and lower. It doesn't matter how well you operate, how great your company's been doing. If the inventory is not there, man, you can't continue to build. And the type of person that I am is if I can't be a part of something that I can't continuously grow and make something great of it, I just don't really want to be a part of it. doesn't mean I don't still own a piece of it, which I do. Um, But when Gonzalo and I linked up, I've always been a real estate investor at heart. I've always owned lots of property. And uh, I always knew that wholesaling was the number one uh, greatest way to get a piece of property um, at the best rate. Man, I mean, whenever I bought my properties, when I initially started buying properties, it was a lot of um, negotiations, a lot of buying it at retail value. In wholesale, you know, it's seller direct. So it's just you and the property owner, and there's not a lot of competition involved to bid the price up on the property. We actually stand a really good chance of getting a lot lower reduced price on our properties. Yeah, I love that. So let's talk about for a second how you guys found each other and and how that uh, relationship works. I mean, uh, initially I thought because you are, Dom, you're the systems guy. So I figured very analytical. Usually the analytical mindset isn't as much of a action taker, but it, it, you know, the more that I'm speaking with you guys, it sounds like you guys are both just gone ho, whatever it takes to actually succeed within this business. Yeah. I mean, you, you hit it on the head. Now, I think we both have a good mixture of all parts of what it takes, us both being analytical us being big action takers. Sure. Um, reason I'm the systems guy is because I built it with a past company. Yeah. I don't have this incredible college education background. I don't have exposure as a high-level executive in a corporation. I, I didn't get it from anywhere other than being in a position where I had no other choice as to where I wanted to grow my other company. I had to put systems in place that I could pass on to an employee so they can operate as close to the same way that I can operate as possible. Other than that, the reason I'm a systems guy is because I'm very persistent into tweaking things until they're as great as they can become. Sure. I think uh, with enough persistence, anyone can really be that systems person. Yeah. And then, G, what is your role within the the business as well? Just to get a fine understanding from from both uh, perspectives. Yeah, so, uh, you know, when I met Dominic, we actually met on uh, christianmingle.com. No. <laughs> uh, so, I was, I was wholesaling before I met Dominic. I've been into real estate for four years now, and I basically got into wholesaling, did a couple of flips, really liked wholesaling, and the way that Dominic and I met, I actually wholesaled some of his rental properties. Okay. So he had his properties out for sale. I had investors that were looking for turnkey rentals. And then I found his properties and ended up selling them to those investors. Yep. Um, okay. That's how we connected. Basically. I love it. So how many deals did you do prior on your own before you guys scaled this business, before you guys linked up, scaled this business to what it is today? Yeah, so prior on my own, when I was wholesaling previous to this business, I was actually working for another wholesale business. Okay. So, so my main uh, focus was selling wholesale properties. So okay. I was basically like the dispositions of a wholesale company. So with them, I was probably part of somewhere between 150 to 200 deals. But I was doing a lot of work and not really seeing the rewards, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Of, of the, the whole process. So I feel like Dom and I speak the same language when it comes to systems and real estate and team building and stuff like this. I just always had a vision for building systems. I just never done it myself. So when, you know, when Dominic and I partnered up, it just made sense to partner up with someone who has already figured out systems and processes and stuff like that, that I don't have to figure out myself. So I was kind of in the middle of trying to build and tweak the business that I was a part of. And I was basically just like 
dude, I'm, I'm trying to figure out things on how to improve their business. Why don't I just do this for myself? Yeah. Um, so what's the number of deals? Yeah, yeah. So I said around 150 to, oh, two, to 200 uh, deals yeah. that I was a part of. And then individually myself, I had probably done somewhere around 20 to 25 deals by myself. Some of those were Dom's uh, properties and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, I love that. You know, right now I can relate when it comes down to systems. Systems is everything within the business. And right now we're, we're trying to focus on our systems, uh, hiring on new people. And so we can take our business to the next level because right now we're kind of capped out. And, uh, and you know, there's only so many fires I can put out in a day by myself. So I definitely can relate. When you team up with the right people, it definitely makes life a lot easier, especially somebody that's already been there and done it with building systems. So I love how the partnership really helps make you guys even better together. Yeah, yeah. So, so basically my role was, is more of the, the real estate knowledge side of wholesaling. Sure. Um, so since I had been, um, you know, wholesaling for a couple of years previous to starting this business, I have a, a good network of buyers. Yeah. Um, and you know, I, I am very involved in the local investor community. So I know a lot of people and, you know, I, I taught classes at the, at the local RIA. So yes. I was very well connected, if that makes sense. Sure. Uh, and then just all the knowledge of, of contracts, you know, wholesale contracts, what title companies to use, stuff like that. So that's nice. kind of what I brought to the table. Mm -hmm. um, and then, now, you know, day-to-day -day stuff, um, I'm more so involved on the acquisition side of the properties. Okay. Um, so, you know, negotiating some properties, helping the acquisition and the, the acquisition managers if they have any questions like that, and then just putting out fires mainly inside of the deal flow. And then, like I said, I'm still very systems-oriented. So if I think of a system or something that I think might need tweaking, I just kind of hand it off to Dom and say, hey, Dom, we need this script. Or, hey, I think we need to add this button into our Podio system. And then Dom will just kind of put that on. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So you guys are out in Jacksonville, Florida, correct? Yes, yes. yes. Jacksonville, Florida, okay. which is the North Florida. Okay. So you guys have this event coming up next month, August 22nd, 23rd, and 24th in Jacksonville. I'm, I'm super excited for it. I'm really pumped for it. You guys are going to be unleashing like everything that the, the whole system is behind it. It's three days, amazing content. You guys have some awesome speakers coming out as well. And you're even having like an office tour of behind the scenes, like what the 11 employees are doing for you guys. Could you give a teaser of what we should expect? Yeah, we, we can fill you in a lot on that, Brandon. And what I really want to touch base on is when Gonzalo and I first started in the wholesale business, obviously, Gonzalo is really the sole operator. And I was kind of working on building steps and spreadsheets and systems to help him with the flow as he conducted the transactions. Sure. And now 11 individuals. We actually might hire our next guy. If Gonzalo agrees with me, we're working those out but we may hire our 12th one today. Um, Love it. And uh, when we were starting out, we were looking for any shortcut we can get, right? And even if we had to pay for it, I'm not going to say there wasn't a limit on price, but we were well prepared to pay if it meant getting us to our goals quicker and making more money with the investment. So, I mean, up to date, we spent well over $100,000 on our coaching, our mentoring, our education, things of that sort. So we wanted to basically find some kind of training program, some kind of wholesale coaching where we can get inside of somebody's company and see how they operate. Because lots of trainings out there, they're very pricey. They're very valuable in their own right. We've gotten a lot of it and a lot of what we've learned, we contribute to our success right now. But we never really got getting into a company, seeing how they operate, seeing how the sales process goes the cold calling, the negotiations, what are they doing on the buyer side? Uh, we've seen lots of slideshows. We've seen lots of explanations. Yeah. Um, we were told about programs that were um, conveyed to us. You know, we took tons of notes. I mean, this notepad, dude, I probably had like 30 completely full with notes on events and coaching that we've gone to, but we never quite got uh, what we were looking for. So once we got to the level that we're at now, 
we started saying, you know, people would want that. People need that. Some people are good classroom learners, but some people are more hands-on and they need to see it, touch yep. it, feel it, and get involved with it. Yep. So part of the reason we wanted to do something like what we're doing is because people were asking us for it. Sure. So the event, as far as the one we're going to do, is a little bit new for us, but at the same time, it's not because we had a good handful of smaller uh, power day events as to where uh, we have people training with our office. We do live cold calls. We do live separate negotiation calls. Um, all of our main positions, we take the employee, plant them in the seat, expose all the programs we use, the steps that we go through to complete our deals, and the entire flow in its uh, entirety on what exactly we do every step of the way. All of our scripts, our checklists, our processes, our documents, everything we use to complete our deals and to systemize it so we ultimately get out of the business. Uh, instead of working in the business, we'd be working on the business. We have it all set up, and it's very close to meeting our goals. Now, even though we can probably step away quite frequently, we still won't because we want to perfect it. But it's built the way as to where if something happened, we had to step away. We can. I love so that's that. the type of event that we want to put on and the type of interactive wholesale training that we wanted to, to give. And we're doing it at a super, super um, incredible price as well. Yeah, so like Dom mentioned, we had, we've had we done some of these trainings before and we tried to cram it into one day, mm -hmm. but it just always felt rushed. You yeah, know what I mean? it's just not uh, possible. With, with yeah, how much so. the all the systems and the people in place and how to really go from A to Z, it's just not possible. Yeah, yeah. So basically, we, we turned it into um, a two full day event plus a third day with the and on the, the first day. Um, that's when you come in to, to visit the office. Um, I, I love that part too. And I feel like it, it is really super crucial because there are a lot of people just like myself that are more visual and like hands on to, to see, you know, how everything is really transforming, like how you guys are truly doing this on a day to day basis. So, and starting the event off with that right from the start, that helps tremendously. So I really do appreciate you guys like structuring it that way and going above and beyond to really give that value. Not enough people out there are actually doing that. So that's yeah, huge. Yeah, Brendan, at the end of this call, we're going to give a link that people can go to so they can actually see a clip of the office tour um, and how it goes and what we do and all that's involved with that. So you get a clear, clear picture of that part of it and actually lets people see inside of our company that gives them a little bit of a, a peek at um, what we've built. Oh yeah. I, you know, overall, I just love the growth and I feel like, you know, it, it's super exciting to see more entrepreneurs, more, you know, action takers like your guys self, all, all my friends around me just constantly growing. I think it's super crucial and it really just makes a huge impact and a domino effect. Like how many people you're employing, the impact you're making in the neighborhood, the areas, it's huge. So I really do commend you guys for doing this and giving back at the end of the day. Like, showing other people exactly what you guys are doing behind the scenes, 200 properties, wholesaling them and dealing directly with the sellers in, in such a short period of time. That's huge. I'm sure it wasn't easy and always like this. So what kind of learning curves have you guys gone through together or maybe separately that you think the, the listeners could actually take advantage of and, and not make the same mistakes? Are you cool with me jumping in on that one? Of course. Yeah. One thing that's really, really huge that we saw throughout our, our last couple of years in business is that we have to be laser focused on just one or two things and do really, really great at those one or two things sure. rather than being scattered and trying to, to go after so many things. And I, I can clear that up for you guys. Our main thing really is cold calling, right? It's pulling a list, skip tracing it for phone numbers, and cold calling that list. We've, we've hit it, hit it, hit it, tweaked it, made it really, really great, and now we have a monster cold call system, um, an unbreakable cold call system, if you will. Yeah. Uh, and we also do some ringless voicemail as well. Um, the ringless voicemail, we have to work a little bit more about being consistent with that because everything you do cold calling, ringless voicemail, direct pay-per-click, Facebook ads, all these mark door knocking, all these marketing approaches, they really all have a ton of moving parts to them, right? So you might think that you need to do it all and you, you really don't. 
We really don't. 95% of everything we do is cold call. So we realize that we can focus on one thing, get super great at it. Once we hit our ceiling, we can either go wider into other markets or go deeper and add more marketing approaches. to what Sure. I mean, at the end of the day, there's so many different lead generations out there. You guys could be dealing on recommendations or referrals, pay-per-click, social media ads. You could be doing, you know, the, the list goes on. So it's really awesome to really laser beam focus into one instead of doing like bandit signs out there, all different things that could be distracting and not really capitalizing 100% on one avenue. So I like that. And I hope it exposes people to see and to really understand. Like there's in lots of cases, there's a false belief out there that markets are flooded with too much competition and I'm trying to do whatever I'm trying to do, but I'm not able to get my deals because there's so many wholesalers or realtors or whatever it is in the market. I really, really strongly believe that that's a false belief because mm -hmm. Jacksonville, Florida, Brandon has been like the top, one of the top, if not the top, depending on the list that you pull investment market in the country, right? Lots of people are flooding toward Jacksonville, Florida to invest in Jacksonville, whether it's for flipping or for buying and holding real estate, because it's in Florida and people like the, the concept of Florida. Uh, it's one of the biggest cities, if not the biggest city land-wise in the country. And uh, we have a good sized population. We have about a million people uh, that live here in Jacksonville, Florida, and we're strongly, quickly growing. The price point is very, very competitive as well. Hmm. So with all that being said, Everything that we do on the lead generation side um, and the negotiation side, we, we don't run into a lot of competition. Very, very rarely do we run in another wholesaler or investor working on the same deal as we are. So being that we're doing one marketing approach um, and that we're doing a lot of volume and don't run into competition, I hope that shows people that they can pick one thing if they'd like, one or two things and, and focus on that and then they will get deals from it. I love that. And I'm really glad that you did touch on that because I used to have that same mindset when I was first getting started. You know, I was educating myself along the way, but for the first two years out here in San Diego, as everybody says out there, it's very competitive out here and it's more difficult to find deals. And, and now deals just come to me on a regular basis, just from focusing on one avenue and really like stop coming up with the excuses and really like narrow down into one thing that is the most lucrative that's bringing in. And just like you said, like now you guys aren't even coming into a competition. You, you guys are narrowing down and going all in on that one avenue. That's super tremendous. Gee, you have, uh, you have anything that would be beneficial? Any learning curves? Yeah, I mean, so like I, I'd say one, one huge thing for us was just uh, getting, getting our numbers right. Like figuring out the offers. Yeah. Like what, what's the best way to offer and then not trying to make every deal work. Right. Sure. So yeah. it was disqualifying. Right. Okay. That's, um, you know, that was a big challenge for us. Uh, it's more of a mindset kind of shift, you know, because you're paying for these leads. They do want to sell, you know, you know, you have to be at 160 in order for it to be a good deal, but the seller wants 180. They're, they're willing to take 178. Do you just lock it up and try to find a buyer? You know, stuff like that. We were doing a lot of that in the beginning. And basically, like, we had success with it, but we did it, you know, we weren't making huge profits on a lot of those deals. You know, we'd make two grand, three grand, four grand. Yeah. It sounds cool, but when you have a whole team operating, you know, and, and especially your time, like, you're spending the same time on a lead that you're making you know, 1500 bucks on, then it, you know, then the time that it takes you on a lead to make 10 grand on or 15 grand on. Right? Yeah. So, um, that was, I would say one of the, the biggest hurdles that we over, that we overcame. Um, and that was more so, uh, like late in the game. Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously we've been in business for two years, so, <laughs> yeah. uh, but that was like after like close to like midway. It was way back when G was a lot younger than what he is now. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so just having that, um, mentality of it's okay to say no to this deal. I need to be at this number and then just trusting that if I keep marketing and keep making my offers, um, that I will get a deal. 
if that makes sense. Sure. No, it definitely does. And I'm sure that is difficult in, in the beginning, you know, because you do want to take every deal that comes in, but there's got to be a certain point that it's like, Hey, well, we need to scale this business, not put all of our time and energy into making just a, a little bit here and there. You can't just like break even and, and then put all your time into it. Um, so I can definitely understand that. Now I've always told people that, you know, instead of if, if the price point can't work, instead of focusing on the price, work on the terms, work on the terms and conditions. Do you guys try to switch over? If you guys do have that gap right there and you can't make it work, do you switch over to trying to, you know, maybe seller finance or some different options out there? No. So we basically going back to Dom's first point of being laser focused. Yeah. Uh, we don't do any subject twos or anything like that. Now we do, we have built good relationships with other people that do that kind of stuff. Sure. So when those kind of leads come along, we'll just refer them out to them. Nice. Uh, they can handle it and then, you know, we'll work something out on the back end or something like that. But no, we, we kind of tested it for a little bit because we, you know, we went to an event and this goes down to, you know, just, you know, just pick one thing, focus on it and just perfect it. Um, so no, I agree. We yeah. got super hyped on, on, um, you know, subject to deals, uh, <laughs> doing lease options and stuff like that. So we were like, dude, we have the staff, we have the team, you know, we, and just add a couple questions on the script and potentially get some deals, but it's a whole nother monster in itself. Mm -hmm. It um, is. And so not, you know, I'm not trying to say don't do that. I'm of course. That's yeah. Our, that's not our cup of tea as of, as of now, you know what I mean? No, no, I, I appreciate that. And at the end of the day, it's so respectable at the end of the day for you guys, because you guys are just going all in laser beam focused on the one strategy. If it doesn't work, move on to the next. And you guys do have the, the network around you that you can refer it off to. So it, it's still like you're still serving the, the client to the best and helping some friends around you. So that's huge. But uh, it's no distractions that are going to come in the way. So that's totally. awesome. Yeah, because it's a totally different process, totally different contract explanation, yep. different you know process at the title company, totally different buyer. And, you know, um, so it's just like it just it seems like, hey, it's part of real estate. So why not do this as well? And we started that and we just noticed that our focus, you know, our acquisition manager is now focusing half of his time trying to make wholesale deals work and then half of his time explaining owner finance to the seller and how the process works. And most of the time it's not going to work out. So it, it just, you know, we, we just cut it off basically. Yeah, you know, we tried it on for about, uh, we tried it on for like three months and then it didn't fit. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, but I mean, we love the idea and the concept of it. We talk about potentially getting someone in a seat just for those deals one day, sure. uh, which we're quite ready for again. No, I respect that concept of it. Yeah. Yeah. No, no distractions. It's not needed. I like that. So I do want to talk about, you know, the numbers, how you guys are coming up with the, the overall numbers. But before we get to that point, let's talk about like how the deals I guess just break down your guys' business, if you wouldn't mind. Kind of give people a little bit of a teaser of what they're going to expect when they actually come to your guys' event and um, and see, you know, what does a day today look like with you guys as far as getting the leads coming in, uh, what needs to be done before you actually get those sources, and then, um, you know, figuring out the, the price point, negotiating it, and, uh, and tying up the deal. If it's cool with you, Brandon, would you mind if we just took you guys into the boiler room that we have set up? We'll do a quick office tour around, then we can come back and talk about the numbers. Hell yeah, brother. Let's do it. I love it. Okay. I'm going to virtual I'm gonna tour right now. Yeah, I'm going to hold the camera. And, uh, and I'll just have, cause G's prettier than I am. I'm 40. <laughs> so the house asked she so it's okay, right? Awesome. How does G look? Exit. Nice. <laughs> all right. He's going to make sure they're all actually working. Good, good, good. <laughs> all right. I'm here. I didn't leave you guys. So good, this is, good. This is kind of like the, the little studio that we got where you guys were just at. So this is this is the boiler room. So the uh, the the leads basically start coming in through uh, cold calls, right? So this is Abby. She basically manages all of our virtual assistants. So she's like our lead manager manager. If that makes sense. So here on this laptop, 
Uh, we have five, six, six different virtual assistants right now calling. And then Abby also calls, but uh, she's transitioning more to just managing the virtual assistants, you know, QCing, make sure that they're up-trained, um, make sure that they're following the script and stuff like that. So once she gets a lead, she'll send it over to Chris. Chris is our, our underwriter. So what he's doing right now is he's comping properties. So he has, you know, different, um, like different uh, programs that we use for comping the properties. Yeah. And this is the offer calculator that he uses. This is the, uh, yeah. the offer uh, calculator that we use to create the, the offer. So he inputs all the comps. Oh, there's his Doritos too. You guys hungry? Dude, you got to snack up. I love it. <laughs> Dude, you got to keep them in the seat. Yeah. Chris, so at the event that we're doing, Chris actually has his own session where we do comps. And then when you come to the training, we're also going to be giving away the calculator that we use. You're going to get that to everybody that comes to the event. So when Chris um, prices the deal, he'll send it out to one of our closers. Uh, so follow me. And then for, for the, the leads that actually come in that Abby is calling and have the virtual assistants calling, where are you guys scrubbing uh, the leads from? Like listsource.com or? Oh, yeah, yeah. So we're getting our Wordle. leads. Yeah, we're getting our leads from listsource. So that's actually uh, um, Allie. Uh, so she basically does all of our lead uh, manager list pulling, uh, helps uh, automate the systems and stuff like that. So um, this is a site that we oh, use. She's trying to hide, but she's right there. Ah. <laughs> this, is, this is one of the sites that we use for pulling phone numbers, uh, but for lists, we're, we're doing list source, um, my REI Pro, and um, what else do we use? Uh, for list pulling, yeah, yeah my RA Pro list source uh, foreclosures daily. daily. We, we get we use the city a lot, so just public record like uh, eviction list. Um, uh, what else do we get from the city? Tax delinquent lists, um, tax deeds, financial like lien, financial lien from the city. So we get a lot of lists from the city, and then we'll uh, scrape for phone numbers. But we're gonna have a whole session at the uh, event that we're doing just on list pulling and getting phone numbers and prepping it up for cold calls. Yeah. I mean, that's super crucial. It's very, it's very needed to get that great list right up front and something that hasn't been hit a million times uh, before you toss it over into your systems. That's great. Yeah. So this is Joe. Joe's actually training up Alex. Alex is the newest member of our team. So these guys are closers. So they negotiate the deals with the sellers. Yeah, yeah. So we have them two and then Town sits here. Uh, he's out at lunch right now. But um, yeah, these guys are the ones that are negotiating the deals. And then lunches are for losers. <laughs> Sleep is for the poor, right? <laughs> <laughs> so um, outside closer. Yeah. Once, once they get a, a, an agreed upon price, um, we'll either docu-sign it or we'll send our field guy. Our field guy sits here. He's out in the field right now. This is Warren. Warren helps us with our, our like social media branding and stuff like that. We're in the studio right now, so he's kind of working out of this desk. Field guy, uh, he goes out to the properties, does the property inspections, takes pictures, uh, takes a you know does a property condition report, and uh, we'll uh, get the contract signed live. So. Once he gets that, then it goes over to Marisol. Marisol is our um, office liaison, so she kind of communicates the properties from acquisitions to dispositions. So she will um, work closely with the negotiators and getting the property information, um, getting access, and then she'll market the property out. So she'll put it on our website, she'll blast it to our buyers list, she'll put it all over social media, the Craigslist, and stuff like that. She's also really mean because she delivers the messages to the tenants that they have to leave because yeah. uh, <laughs> their property's vacant. Uh, I love it. Somebody's got to be. <laughs> yeah, so once, uh, Ain't going to be me. Yeah. <laughs> blast it out to all of our investors. Then she'll hand it over to Jackie. Jackie's our uh, disposition manager. So what she does is she just works with buyers. But when buyers call in to uh, you know ask questions about the properties or they want to make an offer or negotiate an offer with the buyers, that's what Jackie handles. And then she will also uh, write up the contracts for the buyers and stuff like that. 
Once the contract is locked up with a buyer, she'll hand it off to Erica. So Erica is our transaction coordinator. So what she does is she will um, coordinate the transactions. Coordinate the transactions. That's pretty much it. No, so she'll send the file over to the title company and say, hey, we have a new transaction. We have a buyer. This is the closing date. This is the seller information, the buyer information, um, and stuff like that. And then she'll just work to put out the fires on the title side. As you know, there's always something. There's a brother that appeared out of nowhere that now doesn't want to sell yep. or he has to go to probate or whatever. Um, yeah. So that's what she does. And then once the property is actually closed, then we go here and uh, we, ring, we ring the money. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. That's the office setup. That's the flow. Um, and so for everybody that's coming to the event, you'll actually be coming in here. We're going to do a more detailed, um, very in-depth office tour um, and break down what everybody does. One and to then, two hours. And then for the two for the two full days of training, it's not just going to be me and Dom training. All of our team members are going to have their own individual session, and they're going to be working in front of everybody, uh, as, uh, as well as with me and Dominic. Uh, but we're just going to be basically working deals in front of everybody. And if you guys have any questions or anything, it's like a live Q&A right there. Dude, that is huge. I love that. Yep. And then this is the, the studio. Okay, nice. So as far as keeping track of everything, are, are you guys just making like a, a typical like Google Drive? Exactly. To, to keep all the accounts for each property? Yeah, I mean, well, we have a CRM. We have yeah. a CR, our CRM is Podio. Yep. And that's like the uh, the universal customizable database that we use. And we sure. have a lot of automations through it. Uh, but as far as where we store our files at the end of the day, we store it in a Google Drive. Um, because if we, you know, if we say we buy a property, we take it down, list it on the market. Um, I'm a licensed real estate agent. G is not. So if we do that and we list anything on the market, our files have to be shareable for our broker. Yep. And then one of the reasons that we do that. Plus, um, you know, Google Drive is an all-around great tool for office file storage. Okay. I love it. So how many deals do you guys typically have in the pipeline at, at one time? Because, I mean, to have a system like that, you definitely need to keep everybody busy. And I can see, like, if, if one of those missing pieces are not getting fulfilled, then it's a, it's a domino effect with other guys. I think that's a, that's a great question. I think that's also a great point on why someone should continue to scale the company. Yeah. If you continue to scale, instead of having one person per position, you have multiple people per position. If you lose one, the other people can back it up that are already doing those tasks. Sure. Um, and that's what we're in the middle of doing as well. But I mean, what do we have? Just over 20 in the pile? Yeah, yeah. Is yeah. that a little bit over 20? How many do we have at uh, transactions? There's got to be 10, 10 to 12. 10 we closed on a couple recently. Oh, yeah, we closed on a couple. It goes down to 12, goes up to 15, you know. That yeah, yeah. Minutes number um and then we have contracts out with the negotiators too that we're working on yeah yeah so we, we typically always have around 20 properties under contract i'd say that'd be a good a good number 20 properties under contract that we're trying to market out to our investors and that keeps us busy but our team could handle a lot more a lot more when when we were we're actually at the stage if you don't mind me cutting yeah. you off we're actually at the stage in our company brandon where we, we got the number of employees figured out. So we know that, you know, six lead managers can keep two um, acquisition managers busy. So if we're going to hire on a third acquisition manager, you know, we need two or three more lead managers or cold caller as far as cold calling is concerned. So as far as those numbers are concerned, we know that those numbers equate in a way of how we should hire. And on top of that, we also know that there's downtime for other employees as to where they can handle more right now without having to increase the size of the rest of the team. Yeah. Love it. So the acquisitions right now, our, our back end, because there's acquisitions and dispositions. So our disposition can handle a little bit more right now without having to hire more into our disposition side. Yeah. You know, because... Like Dom said, we're in the middle of trying to figure out if we're hiring another acquisition guy or not. Yes. Um, okay. Now, where do where do you guys think that you can improve currently? 
Is there any place within the business? I mean, it looks like a, a well-oiled machine right now. Um, but is there any, is there any place in the, <laughs> in the business that you think might be slacking that, that would definitely, um, you know, help out to improve? You know, I, I look at our business, Brandon, like, um, like a, an author that writes a book. So yeah. how does someone write a book, right? They basically vomit on a piece of paper yeah. and then they, they fix it up as they go along. They get an editor to edit, they clean it up. And then one day it's ready for sale. Sure. Uh, and if we compare our company to writing a book, we basically vomited inside of our office and then we're tweaking all of the positions as we go along. The cool thing about it with wholesaling and real estate is you can make a whole lot of money along the way, even though it's not a, a perfect operation. So, yeah. um, so we can improve everywhere to be yeah. honest with you. Um, I, and I frankly think that, um, I don't think that anyone should stop believing that there's room for improvement because when you, when you think that way, uh, you run the risk of going in the opposite direction. Of course. Now that, that was the answer that I was looking for. You know, you can tell when somebody gives back that answer, it, it is truly the mindset is in the right place. You know, we're, we're never going to be at that perfect level, but I love the explanation of really vomiting on into the business and, uh, and putting it all out there and everybody can improve in all areas of life, uh, especially within the business. So I'm just super excited to see, you know, what you guys have established thus far and all the success that you guys have had, you know, up to now and where you guys are really heading because it's only going to get better from here, which is awesome. So where do you guys see yourself heading in the near future? To be quite honest, we don't really have like very set in stone, long, you know, long-term plans. We're really just taking it day by day. But basically, I, some of our goals are to, um, so, so we know we, we, we want to hit $100 million in 10 years. How we're going to get there, we don't have the goals uh, set just yet whether it's expanding into other markets. So right now we're, we're currently dabbling with uh, going into another market, pulling lists and just figuring out the population of that uh, market that we're, that we're going into, figuring out you know, what's the, the right demographic, um, and then how are we going to structure our team to work remotely. Um, even though we kind of already work remotely just because only one person in, in that whole office tour that you just saw Nobody leaves the office except for one person. We have one guy that goes to the field. Everybody else, you know, we're yes. just not all day. So we're trying to build that relationship with that one person in another market. So that's kind of what our like our, our shorter term goals are. That makes sense. Yeah. So we don't really know where we're going. We just want to keep growing the the wholesale business. Yeah. We like to compare that concept with the way that a lot of the really big, enormous companies that everyone models, how they started and <clears throat> how they felt that they were going to grow like, you know, basically like, like Jeff Bezos with Amazon, yep. uh, like Alibaba, like some of the really enormous companies that are just mega giants right now, they didn't really have their goals ironed out in a little bit. They knew they had something special and they knew they had to continue to persist to build it every single day. They had to document their processes and then put people in place for the purpose of fulfilling what they've documented. And that's kind of the direction that we're trying to model. Yeah, no, I couldn't agree more. And I think it's, I think it's great. You know, I'm just excited to see what you guys actually establish in the near future. It's going to be awesome. So currently you guys are only in your, your backyard of a market for Jacksonville. You guys haven't branched off to any other markets surrounding no, no, no. <clears throat> okay. Uh, based on what you do with real estate and wholesaling, there's just so much. Like our market, uh, it's a sizable market. There's about a million in our population. Okay. Uh, there's so much that we can do. Like if we wanted to still stay here and try to double and triple and quadruple, I truly believe that we can. Yeah. Might have to adopt different marketing, uh, different marketing approaches to do that. But I, I, I think it's quite possible. The reason I, I actually almost know it's possible is because we have competitors here. We have other people that are doing really, really great in real estate investing and wholesaling, and we're still and we're growing and we're growing our numbers. So if we can do that and they're still operating great and they're growing, it just it's just crystal clear to us that there's more that we can do inside of this market. 
It all depends on what your your focus is going to be in your business. Do we want to stay cold calling and RBMing and just go wider with that because we've already figured that out? Or do we want to do direct mail, PPC, stay here in Jacksonville because we know the market really well? That's kind of what we're testing and figuring out right now as we speak. Sure. I love it. So are you guys using uh, software like like CallRail? Yeah. So we use something similar called Bumber. Okay. Um, like number with a V. Yeah. Um, and it does the basically the same functions as uh, CallRail. Yeah. I get confused because our dialer is uh, called Tools. So we, we use a power dialer uh, that our VAs are using to cold call. You know, we, we're calling thousands of people a day. So we use call tools as our as our power dialer and then Bumber as our different phone number uh, provider, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. So everybody in the team, like the transaction coordinator has their own phone number. The dispositionist has their own phone number. We have a common office number. Every acquisitionist has their own phone number. When we send mailers, that's their own phone numbers. When we drop RPMs, that has its own phone number, different things like that. That's what Bumber is for. I love it. Let's talk more about the event because I, I know it's going to be awesome. It's going to be super, super exciting to see you guys there, your whole team, you know, explaining exactly what they do, getting to jump into the office. Obviously, this event is more going to be, you know, a smaller crowd that we're trying to because it's a limited amount of seats. The office is only so big. You guys are still going to be working as as the events going on. How can people actually connect with you guys and participate in this event, invest in themselves to, to be able to learn all the ins and outs of uh, what you guys are going to be teaching? Like, you know, any, any other additional info that they should know about? Yeah. So basically, you know, for anybody that, that's interested in, in attending, the link to go to, to join or to learn more about it, to get a real visual breakdown is peopleswholesalers.com forward slash ready, set, go. Um, so it's peopleswholesalers.com forward slash ready, set, go. Um, but basically what the event is going to be, like you said, it's awesome that we're throwing in the office tour, right? So when, when we were planning the event, we knew that we have to get the people in, in, into the office, right? Yeah. Uh, people need, you know, they, they want to see it. They want to touch it. They want to see the operation. They want to see what's what everybody has up on the cubicles, different things like that, right? And so that's going to be on day one. So August 22nd is going to do, uh, we're going to do the office tour. Then on the 23rd, it'll be the first training day. Um, Registration is from 8 to 9 p.m. Then from 9 to 10, we're going to basically just introduce the event, give kind of like a layout on how the event is going to go. And then, you know, we're, we're very not, we don't like to talk, a lot of fluff, if that makes sense. So we just we just go right into it. Um, so at 10 a.m., we're going to talk about lead generation um, and pulling lists, cleaning up the list, how we get our phone numbers, and different things like that. Then at 11 a.m., so from 10 to 11, we're going to talk about lead generation. At 11 a.m. to 12:30, we're going to talk about cold calling, and then we're going to be doing live cold calls there. Ooh. I love it. That'll be pretty cool. We'll be listening to the VAs make some calls so that you guys can see, you know, the different type of virtual assistants that we use, making calls, how they talk, how we train them and stuff like that. And then uh, we'll, we'll be doing some live calls as well. So that'll be from 11 to 12.30. From 12.30 to 1.30, we're going to be doing lunch that's provided by us. So lunch is included both days. And then at one, from 1.30 to 3 p.m., we're going to go into negotiating the deals. So our acquisition managers will actually be explaining the role and then breaking down sales and negotiating. And then we'll be doing live seller negotiation calls in front of the room as well. And then from three to 4 PM, we have the people's panel. So we have two really good friends of ours who are just crushing it in real estate as well, but they're not in Jacksonville. So we're going to be bringing them on and we're going to basically do like an open Q&A for them. So it's Matt Aitchison and Antonio Edwards. You guys might know them. I mean, they're absolutely crushing it in this game. So we want to bring them on so that we can pick their brains and and everybody else can pick their brain. Then from four to five, it'll just be open Q&A for anything that we learned that day. And then that evening, uh, so Friday evening, we're going to have the People's Mixer. 
So it's a mixer, food, drinks, networking, all on, all provided by us. And that'll be Friday, uh, the twenty, the twenty second or twenty third. Yeah, it's the twenty third. Twenty third, yeah. Yeah, twenty third. So that's that night. Then the next day, day three, from eight to nine, registration and networking. Then from nine a.m. to ten a.m., it's going to be the underwriter. So underwriting and comps. So basically figuring out uh, what you know how how we pull comps, but then also. Um, how we create our offers, right? What are our offer range and how are we going to, what numbers are we going to offer to these people? Then from 10 to 11, we go over buyer marketing, right? So how we market our deals. So we're going to be marketing some deals live. Then from 11 to 12, this position manager goes up and just talks about, you know, how we build our buyers list, how we negotiate with buyers, how we kind of handle buyer appointments and stuff like that. And then from 12 to 1, lunch, provided by us from 1 to 2 p.m. We're going to go over transaction coordinating. So, you know, when we send it to title, how to deal with the title company, the different checklists that we use for transaction coordinating. And then from 2 p.m. to to 2.30, we're going to be going over all the documents. So when you guys come, like Dom said, you're going to get, and on the website it's listed, but you're going to get our deal flow, how much we pay every employee, the buyer's checklist, the HUD checklist, the title checklist, the scripts for cold calls, scripts for seller negotiations, the wholesale contract that we use, the assignment contract that we use, all of the direct mail templates that we're using, and there's a bunch more on the on the website. I don't want to you know forsake the time. Um, yeah. But uh, from two to two thirty, we just go over all those documents so that you guys can understand what it is that we're using and why we have the different checklists set up that way. And then from 2.30 till the end of the event, it's just open Q&A for us. Because I know a lot, like when you go to an event, you there's a lot that you can kind of learn from the person speaking, but there's a lot of questions that come up. And sometimes people don't really get to ask those questions or they feel afraid to ask those questions. So we want this event to be super interactive, open Q&A throughout the whole event. Um, and we want to leave a lot of time for questions. Yeah. Um, I also want to touch on everything that Gonzalo said the documents, the scripts, the checklists, the live interaction, the full company exposure. Brandon, you may have seen it, and a lot of people that's watching this or that's going to watch this has seen um, that there's lots of companies charging five to ten thousand plus. Oh yes, yeah. all day. How intricate they are. They're charging that all day, right? All so day. We find ourselves the people's wholesalers because we truly want to give back and we want to provide an extensive amount of value. So for us, the event is normally fifteen hundred bucks, so it's super cheap. And then for for your guys and for everyone watching, that's an extension of the link that we're providing to you. It's just going to be eight ninety seven for a short period of time. So it's eight hundred ninety seven bucks for a short period of time, and all they have to do is go to peoplespolesaler.com forward slash ready set go and we're happy to provide that as a service for you brandon for everyone watching this we don't make a lot of money on that if any at of all course. yeah we a break even because there's a ton that goes into something like this as well as interruption in the office day so we're not locking up deals um consistently throughout the day we're doing it in very small portions of the day of course that's yeah no, I mean, that. It obviously, that just shows how much you guys are really coming from the heart to just give this out there to so many people to, to be able to equip them with all the knowledge and expertise, step by step, A through Z on what is needed to really be able to take action and implement the same exact thing that you guys have created. So that, that is huge because at the end of the day, I don't know one person, honest, honest to God, I have no idea any other individuals out there that is giving away everything like literally holding back nothing for under five thousand dollars and that's the bare minimum honestly i don't even think most people are charging i just got invited the other day for 15 grand for exactly something similar but just in the different not for wholesaling um you know a, a different and i see those uh, five to 15 grand for what they get we go oh man that's cheap yeah to us because we've spent lots of money on that stuff out there no, 100%. No, no one does something as intensive as this for as low a price as this is. 100%. It's the best investment 
that, that you can honestly make in yourself to be able to scale your business to the next level and to have everything. Like I, I love the idea that you're going to be taking your guys, like the 11 members within your team in that other office you guys just did the tour with. First of all, you're going to be allowing all the people to actually come through and see how the team works, but then also have them on stage one at a time and be able to allow us to ask questions to them, uh, pick their brain and get them to describe exactly what their day-to-day routines look like. So, I mean, at the end of the day, if, if somebody can't get, you know, the, the physical uh, hands-on training, the visual, and be able to pick somebody's brain for three days and, and be able to take action and crush it afterwards, uh, real estate just might not be the, the game for you. Uh, but honestly, you, you guys are giving above and beyond. And um, I know the value is there 100%. So I do appreciate you guys didn't need to actually give the listeners such a, such a hookup right there. So I do appreciate it so much. So you guys are all going to want to be there. Definitely uh, go check out peoplesholesalers.com slash ready, set, go uh, to, to make your investment. Uh, something that I regret when I first got started within real estate investing was ha- having the weak mindset of the scarcity mindset surrounded by uh, funds, you know, by, by money. And I, I, it took me so long to actually invest in myself and really want to be scarcity on the side of not knowing if I was going to get that ROI back. So a lot of people out there now, I, I invest a hundred thousand uh, plus on myself to be able to get to my next level and, you know, numerous mastermind groups, um, courses, coaching, one-on-one, like you name it to be able to get to my next level. And it's always produced that ROI. So the networking alone is going to be huge. Super excited for that. I appreciate you guys so much for diving into to this. And before we get out of here, I wanted to ask, um, you know, if you guys could start over and do something, you know, do, do everything, uh, over, is there anything that you would change or kind of just implement a little bit better to be able to get to that next level a little sooner? Uh, I would look for the people's wholesalers to try to find out if I could attend their event because it's something (laughs) that I would have needed. Yeah. That's a, so is a tough question, man, because I think the answer changes over time. I think we did a lot of key things, right? Because we grew super quick in a really short period of time, which we're still working on growing we probably would have did maybe a little bit more of it, right? A little bit more coaching, a little bit more exposure to a lot of the different things that are going on out there. Yeah. I mean, I think just investing in yourself at the end of the day, like finding people just like you guys that are out there doing it every single day, scaling, getting your next level and learning from you guys. I think, I think that's always the best approach when you invest in yourself with individuals like you guys, you can always get that ROI a lot sooner. So awesome. I, I do think like, I'm, I'm just trying to think very, like, I think the only thing maybe is cause obviously we did everything. Uh, I think everything happens for a reason. Yep. You, know? you, you learn from your mistakes, but I think may, maybe it would have been cold calling a little bit sooner. Could have been, could have been just cold I mean, you know, we're sooner. taking, big actions in a very fast period of time and you're trying to stay cautious while you're doing that. So I think we, we, we did it at a good pace uh, to satisfy both of those realms. And the only thing that I can think of is learning more quicker right. to do that a little bit faster. Yeah, making, the, making mistakes sooner. Yeah. No, I mean, at the end of the day, most leaders, we, we don't look back. We always just, you know, learn from what we've already went through and then implement and keep going. So at the end of the day, there, there's nothing to be, um, you know, hang on to in regret by any means. You guys are crushing it and doing some awesome things and making an impact in the area. So super excited for that. How can people get a hold of you guys? Yeah. So, I mean, you can, you know, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, um, look me up on Facebook. It's Gonzalo Corzo or on Instagram. It's real Gonzalo Corzo and then Dominic Facebook. Or uh, Instagram, what's your, your... So my Facebook is Dominic Felix, D-O-M-I-N-I-C-K with a K at the end. Yeah. Dominic Felix. And on Instagram, it's Real Dom Felix. And then if you guys would like, we also have uh, a very, very active wholesale group. It's called The People's Wholesalers. So you go to Facebook, you search The People Wholesalers, and you join, and there's no cost for that. Um, and it's just like immediate access. Yeah, dude, I, I'm so excited to, to come out to your guys' event. It's going to be awesome. So many breakthroughs there. Awesome networking. I mean, you guys are bringing up 
having the live tour throughout the office, bringing each individual up that works in the office, giving uh, all their knowledge away, awesome speakers, doing live cold calling right in front of everybody, giving away scripts, you know, calculators, the whole nine, really unleashing everything. So I'm super excited for that. And I really do appreciate you guys giving your time to be able to hold the event as well as your time to give back to the listeners right here. So if you guys, obviously you guys are going to want to be a part of this event coming up in uh, August 22nd, 23rd and 24th, make sure you go check out the peoplespolesalers.com, ready, set, go. Uh, to get your ticket for that. It's going to be awesome. Super excited. For anybody that wants to connect with me, you guys can always do that at brandonelliotinvestments.com. Otherwise on Instagram, brandonelliotinvestments or facebook.com slash brandonelliotrei. So till next time, make sure you guys go hit that subscribe button on iTunes and leave a review or anywhere that you can find any uh, podcast out there. It's going to be Ready, Set, Go Real Estate Investing Podcast. Till next time, guys, you guys all stay blessed. Dom, G, appreciate you guys so much. You guys are awesome. Thanks, man. See you, Brandon. We'll stay in touch. This has been another episode of Ready, Set, Go! Real Estate Investing Podcast, brought to you by Brandon Elliott. For more information, please visit brandonelliotinvestments.com. Also, please don't forget to like, share, and leave a comment below. Thanks again for joining. Until next time, God bless.